Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Vic Friends Podcast. My name is Valerie Molyneux, president and founder of this Vitiligo uh, support community. And it's my pleasure to come to you with my show entitled The Journey with Vitiligo. This is where I get to interview individuals nationally as well as internationally and to just discuss with them their journey, their stories about living and coping with vitiligo. We also want to let you know that this year, it is our delight to be celebrating our 13th year with our podcast. Also, we want to let you know that our podcasts are being sponsored by my Vitiligo team. Please, we ask that you would like, share, subscribe, but also follow our podcast because um, you'll get notification as to when the next show is happening. We thank you for your support, and right now, I ask that you sit back, relax, and enjoy my show, The Journey with Vitiligo. Well, hello there out there in Radio Land. Again, as you've heard, my name is Valerie Molyneux, and I am coming to you live from Boston, Massachusetts, where it's a balmy, rainy, dreary kind of day today at 49 degrees, but we're pressing through because the excitement begins in a few hours as we all get ready to celebrate. Thanksgiving. So first, I want to extend a hearty, uh, happy Thanksgiving, spending time with your loved ones, the people that are closest and dearest to you. Please enjoy your time. Have lots of fun, but don't eat too much. Love on the people that's in your life, that's alive and well. Uh, I am so delighted to be able to do this with you today. Um, It's been a little while. Several things have been going on, you know, personally, um, as far as my husband's health and more. But we're pressing through, and I have not done a show. And I decided, who would I want to talk to today? And ladies and gentlemen, I am delighted to be talking to Tracy. She is with our New York affiliate. And I have never had a chance to delve into Tracy's journey. So I wanted to hear it today. So let me go now live to New York City um, and uh, introduce you to Tracy. She'll tell you her name, where she's from, and we'll begin there. Well, hello, Tracy. Are you there? Yes. Hello, Valerie. How are you? I'm wonderful. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. I am so happy. OMG. I am so oh, wanting to do God. this to learn a little more about you. You're beautiful. We had a wonderful time together. I'll let you tell a little about that. But tell me, let's begin. How long have Tracy had vitiligo? Thanks for asking, Valerie. My journey with vitiligo actually started with my daughter at the age of like three and five years old. I didn't know anything about vitiligo. 
I just remember my poor baby was suffering at the time with these white patches around her eyes and on her skin, and, you know, I needed to educate myself so that I can help my daughter. And I took her to dermatologist, and she did get some treatment. We got the help that we needed for her at that age, but mm-hmm. there was really nothing they could really do at the time many, many years ago until she reached puberty. Mm-hmm. So fast, doing well. But for me, I didn't develop vitiligo as a young girl like my daughter, Chilena, but I actually developed it in my early 40s. So I'm mm-hmm. 57 years young now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... um I was actually developing white spots around my eyes, the same way my daughter, vitiligo, had begun. Yeah. And so for me, it happened in my 40s as an adult, not a child. And so Mm -hmm. whereas we thought that, you know, through the rumors that, oh, it came from, you know, the genes that could have come from different products I may have ingested in my system, you know, right. I didn't know where it came from. So I had to just educate myself and um and go into the doctor. I found out that it was an autoimmune deficiency, um, called Vialigo and um so I lost a lot of the pigmentation in my skin and it developed rapidly at like age forty. And wow. um over the years, yeah, over the years it just started spreading more and more and more and so for me, naturally, you know, I want to look like myself because I've had mm-hmm. skin issues in the past all of my life. Since I was a teenager, I suffered with acne and different flare-ups and breakouts and and things like that. And so when a vitiligo, you know, hit me, I want to say hit because that's what it felt like. I've been doing all these yeah. things over the years to prevent any discoloration, you know, trying to, you know, get the best healthy naturally looking skin possible over the years and then for this to happen at 40-ish it was kind of devastating you know it impacted me a, a whole great deal and um well, let me ask you so mm-hmm. let me ask you about your daughter so she was how old yes. three three years like three to five years old in that range yes and so how i would love to talk to her as well so how old is she now if I wanted to interview her, how old is she uh, now? She's, um, she just had a birthday. She's a twin. Her and her brother just had a birthday in October. They are 37. I'm sorry? 37. 37 years old. Mm-hmm. I would love I would love for her to get involved. I'd love to interview her, too. So let, let's proceed and, yes. and let her know that we, we want a conversation with her to see how she yes. her journey was, you know. So here you are. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And by the way, the medical community states that this is vitiligo is something one um, develops between a young child and 25. So you are like me. We're doing this 40 thing, you know. How yes, did you absolutely. feel going out? I know you dealt with it uh, with your daughter. So that was, that was, you know, you had a little handle on it. You knew what it was. Did you use treatment for her? And then as it relates to you. Did you start immediately using treatment? How did you feel about this? So the treatment for her, there wasn't much the doctors could do many years ago as a little girl. They said we had to wait until she reached puberty, and then they had some Mm -hmm. treatment they could do. 
um, like going to the photo booth, that type of thing, and applying the uh, the topic cream on her skin around the patches. And so mm-hmm. that's, so we did all of that, um, but she couldn't really go into the booth until she reached puberty is what I was being right. told. So that's all she had was just like the topical cream, and we did that. And um, so fast forward to me, so I found out that there was a product called Dermal Blend out there <laughs> mm-hmm. and that I could actually kind of like, you know, cover up my white patches around my eyes. Yes. I do it now around my nose and my mouth. And um, so I've been covering up because I was just so used to seeing myself a certain way, you know, for right. so many years. I just wanted right. to kind of like look like myself again, you know. And, so um, and that's what I did. Started- I covered up. You immediately started covering up, but did you start any any kind of treatment? So I covered up for a while, and then when things started really spreading, like all over the place, you know, like to my mm-hmm. hands and to my elbows and to my feet, you know, it was like, okay, this thing is not going away on its own. <laughs> right. It's like, okay, right. I need to do something else. I just can't be covering up because now this is like, you know, this is like life changing for me. It's it's a part Everywhere, of my life now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's starting to develop who I am. You know, I'm not the type of person that's gonna just just run from things and 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 try to hide. You know, mm-hmm. so I like to face things head on, face on. And so I had to actually change my way of thinking, and I'm still learning to do that. Change my way of thinking to go outside the box now to seek treatment. And so mm-hmm. I actually, you know. On my own, I did some research, and I was able to um, get some phototherapy and through a reef development program, and I would actually go into the booth and mm. get shine those lights on me to try to bring back my natural brown skin color and to, mm-hmm. like, you know, to get rid of the patches, you know, or make them smaller. And so I did that for a while. And so I did see my skin color kind of like coming back. But then uh-huh. once I stopped the treatment, then the the white patch just started spreading again. I feel like it was kind of like oh. spreading wild, like wildfires at this point, you know, because now my wow. cells, you know, they've been activated and everything. And it just seemed like things were just like, you know, moving in, in a new mm-hmm. direction for me. Well, here's another question. Prior to your daughter, at age three, did you know of, is there any family history of this this thing called vitiligo? Actually, when my daughter developed vitiligo, I started digging into the family history. There was nobody yeah. on mm. my mother's side of the family that I knew of, that we knew of um, in the immediate family who had vitiligo. But on my daughter's father's side of the family, we found out that one of the uncles, a distant uncle had vitiligo, and so we there you go. originally thought that the originally originally the vitiligo came from the father's biological side of the family, on my daughter's mm-hmm. you know father's side, and so mm-hmm. but when I developed it at forty, it was like okay, it's not just on the father's side, it's on the on the mother's side too, the biological mother's side too. So both parents' families were affected with it. So it was like hmm, and so and that's probably why my daughter had. A lot of white patches that covers majority of her body today because wow. it's on both sides of the genes in wow. the DNA. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it skipped, but it skipped your mother, though, you're saying. It skipped. Yes. 
Wow. Yeah, so it's this like a generation. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's mm-hmm. why, you know, it is so interesting to, to have these conversations because you get to, to learn. It could skip a generation or two and boom, you got it. Boom, on the other side, your daughter got it. Look at this crazy thing, you know? Exactly, so you, yeah. You were already dating, had kids, so you probably didn't experience much, what, bullying, much um you know, depression over it because you pretty much knew how to handle it through your daughter. Well, I did experience bullying, and I have experienced anxiety and depression over the Mm -hmm. years, Um, Mm -hmm. way before the vitiligo for Mm -hmm. myself, but with my daughter, because as she grew up, she began to, you know, feel like, you know, she was different than everybody else. You know, she wanted acceptance. You know, she wanted to be mm-hmm. loved. She wanted to belong. All those different, you know, human, natural, you know, reactions and emotions. And yes. so, you know, when people don't know, you know, what's outside their comfort zone, if somebody looks different, you know, a lot of times yes. they get stereotyped and they get bullied. And that's my daughter. She um, experienced a lot of bullying. So I had to always you know, just give her that positive reinforcement to say, you you are beautiful, you know. Um, this too shall pass, you know. You yes. have this for a reason. And regardless of what the divine plan is, you are going to be all right, okay? Absolutely. So we didn't know, like, fast forward, yes, all these years later that I would yes. be, you know, have the, the pleasure and the blessing to actually come across your path and with Vic friends. Because this is yeah. the support group that I've been praying for. This is mm. the support group that my daughter and I needed all these many years ago. I've been looking for a support group, Thank but I you. wasn't really, you know, led to the one that I was supposed to be a part of. And now I feel like I've found that with you and your team and big friends. So thank you, Valerie, for, for well, doing this type of work. Absolutely welcome. And listen, listen, what we tell people, we had a, a last meeting here in Boston on uh, this past Saturday, and we had a new elderly woman just retired from a, one of the hospitals, and here this thing is developing around her mouth. And I said to her, I took a, a bracelet from our, our container, and I said, I put this bracelet on her hand. Much like I'm engaging you or getting married to you, you are married to this family now. Your family. And yes. that's what we want to yes. say to Tracy. Once you found us, you found your family. Or, or like they would Thank say on so a, one of the shows, you found your tribe. This is your tribe. <laughs> you know? Yes, and yes, we yes. Have for you. So let's Thank fast so forward much. a little bit. You're welcome. Um, I've been, you know, talking on Facebook was one thing. But once you guys connected with the New York group, how did you feel with our first meeting, getting to meet you guys for me? But you tell me how you felt knowing that Good Friends was coming, we're going to be together. Talk about that experience. Okay, great. That experience Over those ribs. Over those ribs. Yes, those, that experience was so exciting. It was so healthy. It was, like, long overdue. We had yes. so much fun, and the food was good, too, you know. And so my partner, um, co-worker, Adrian, 
from uh, a government job I used to work at in the past. You know Adrian, of course. Yeah. And she's the one. She just reached out to me one day because we used to work together um, on the night shift. She's great. She's awesome, good worker, very lovely lady. And she reached out to me on Facebook, and she was like, listen, hey, you know, I have Vita LIGO, and this is my story, part of my story. And I was like, wow, you know, I've I've had it too. And she's seen me with those white patches around my eyes. Mm And, you know, when it, like when it first started. And so um, and she saw me after I started covering up a little bit, you know. And so um, anyway, yeah, so it was so nice that Adrienne, she introduced me into Vic Friends and you. And so we all got together and we decided to, hey, let's meet up. Let's meet up with Valerie and her, Valerie's birthday and her, and her husband's anniversary. And let's just celebrate. Let's celebrate life, right, and and good community and, you know, health and awareness and, and sharing our stories of Vito Ligo, you know, and our truth. And, and so having that was great Pat, for me. Pat, Pat Rossi and her husband, they, they, they're the leaders down there. It was so good to do that. It was so yes. wonderful for me. Yeah. Yes. Yes, Pat and her husband, they were great. You and your husband, they were great. Adrian, I mean, the company was, was, was just um, enormous. You know, big hearts, big spirits. You, you know, you already showed up and made me feel so welcomed and so comfortable. And we just laughed as if we knew each other forever. And it was just really good conversation and good people. Yes. I had a great time with you all. And thank you for that. Wonderful. Well, let me throw, throw the conversation to, to the left a little bit, because you now have a grown daughter. I don't know, does she have kids? Is there any worry or fear from either mother or grandmother of that, the next offspring having vitiligo, or are you prepared for that? Well, yeah, my daughter, she's grown, and she's mostly covered with uh, vitiligo, with the um, with uh, with no pigmentation, very light skin, and mm. um, and it was a little worry in the beginning because her son, um, he's like six years old now, and um, he has darker chocolate skin or chocolate mm-hmm. drop, we call him. <laughs> and so I know with vitiligo, the darker the skin, it could look a little, you know, not as nice. Yeah. And um and so yeah, so there's a little bit of um a little concern there about if he develops it, will he have to go through a lot of the bullying and some of the um you know, the the, the um insecurities of having mm-hmm. vitiligo, especially when it's, you know, new and it's just starting out and you don't know what's really going on with your body. Right. And so forth, right. you know, and so so, but he tells his mom and, you know, that, you know, that we're beautiful. He tells me I'm beautiful, his grandma. Oh. And, um, you know, and he, he's very in, loving and endearing with it. You know, he'll, like, rub your hand with the white patches of that, or rub your face. He gets a lot of hugs and stuff like that. Yeah. So he's being groomed now just in case it may happen to him. But, but maybe not. I mean, you know, we're hoping and we're working towards a cure. So, yes. and that's the yes. point about the work that you do with Vic Friends. You know, you're working towards the cure. It's going to help empower people. They can live their best that's healthy right. life and finding a that's cure right. to, to beat this thing, you know? Yes. Well, he's at mm-hmm. this, this age, and I love that age. I've taught kindergarten for 20 years. He's at the age that they yeah. like sponges. 
He needs to be informed, educated. So let me know if you guys, I want to send him a book for Christmas that, you know, if you don't already have something in your, uh, in your, send him a book. Uh, We'll talk offline, but I want to send him a book so he'll know a little more about Vitiligo from a book. And um, that's what we're here to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, so he loves is. books. His mom reads books to him all the time. It's about every night, yeah. you know, different that's stories good. and so stuff. Here's one yeah. coming, one mm-hmm. coming your way about vitiligo. And that's why we're going around to libraries and schools. I just read at a, two weeks ago, I read at a library, first time for an evening session called the Pajama Story Time. My goodness, I had eight. Eight of them around me, as I read a story about vitiligo, explained my skin. So this is the perfect age to catch them so that as they get older, they're not out there bullying and teasing and doing things to people because they know they would be educated about what this is, you know? Yes, exactly. What what is the future like with helping to build on that New York group? We trust that you guys can work at pulling together meetings and getting together so we can come back down there. Yes. So I look forward to working with Pat Rossi and Mm -hmm. the rest of the team and developing something really extra special. I know we're doing the holiday party in Boston, so that's going to be the first time for me being in Boston with you all and um, being around the vitiligo community. And, um, yeah, so I just, I'm just open-minded. Um, I'm, you know, use me, and I'm, I'm here. I'm here to help. I'm here to learn. I'm here to advocate and support, and I'm just glad to be a part of it. And talking about books, yes, um, I am working on a book right now, The Seven Keys to Divine Transformation, Creating Your wow. Destiny. Yes. Wow. And, um, I, yeah, so that book is about my spirit. Thank you so much, Valerie. And that book is about my spiritual journey. It helps yes. provide a guide for women and girls and how to overcome that fear, depression, especially after trauma. And it's, I use a Bible-based practice of, like, prayer and meditation mm-hmm. to connect with God on a higher level to glorify his kingdom and also encourage this self-care and love and respect and dignity, you know, for ourselves as well. And, you know, it's just all about yourself. him. Yes, it's all, all about, about him. him. and. Yes, and, and him and using me and others like you to do this important go. work, you know, going forward. And so this, so being a part of this Delilah group done, is part of that. Yes. Everything that we've done from the inception of this group in 2009, we've had God at the center of it all. Because without him, number one, you just said it, he did not give us, because it's not, listen, it didn't just fall out of nowhere. He did not put yes. this on us if he didn't think we can right. handle it. Yes. And so he's well able, he's capable to to carry us through this journey and let us be a light, a beacon to people. When people see us, they got to, ooh, they have to mm-hmm. look at us. So mm-hmm. this is our opportunity to showcase that God is part of us and we're the light that he's put in in the midst of you guys. So we're doing good work and God brings people along our path. I never asked you about your spiritual place and listen listen Mm -hmm. to what you're saying right here. 
So this is divine connection right here. Yes, this divine intervention at its best. Yes, yes. <laughs> One of the best. Oh, like finest. I tell people, we're set up by, this is set up by God. It has nothing to do yes. with any of us. Yes, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. We're, 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 yeah. We're not that, we're, we're not that good. I said to the other the, the people last week, we're trying to work on a bill, bill number H976 here in Massachusetts, and it will be if it, when it passes in the House and Senate, it'll be the first bill in the United States of America for better life. Wow. All that, all that is huge. That's awesome. Number one, we went, it was presented on June 28th. Look at the month now. When we celebrate everything in the, in the month of June. When the mm. senators called me, when, they, when the state reps called me and told me about this thing, it was in June. We celebrated, and we were in that state house here in Massachusetts, June 28th, presenting this to whoever would come in and hear us. We called it our little rallying day. And they yes. said to me, right. they said to me, this bill, because we're going to be going out on Thanksgiving break, we're going to be going out for Christmas break, oh, this bill won't be heard till maybe February. Well, let me tell you, with ladies and gentlemen, I said to them at the meeting on on Saturday, let, let me let you know, we're in the month of November. They called mm-hmm. this bill forward last Tuesday. Wow. Last Tuesday, my group, it's all on Facebook. Just type bitfriends.org and you'll see it all on, this, on, on, on Facebook. We were at the State House presenting this bill, H976 for insurance coverage for anybody in Massachusetts with vitiligo. Again, oh, my God. That is amazing, Valerie. That is amazing because and they told yes. me, oh, don't worry about it. It won't happen November, December. It won't be proper for them to hear it. It won't be before mm-hmm. February. Ladies and gentlemen, this is November. Okay. All God. All God. Yes, the 11th month. Yes. Okay. So we're yes. praying that it's a bind number. Yes. Okay. Everything we're was praying completed. that it passes Everything was completed by July. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I get excited. and this We're living in hope. Hope for everything. Yes. We're in hope for this Absolutely. because if, if and when this passes here in Massachusetts, it can set the tone for the country because we just learned from insight the pharmaceutical mm-hmm. that that's made that made the drug Opsilora that's now on television and and um being used for vitiligo. We just learned from them that they're getting some pushback from the state of New York. Mm-hmm. So we wanna we're gonna be working with you guys in a little while let the holidays go by, but we wanna partner with you guys so that what is happening here in Massachusetts can happen also in New York. That Anybody with vitiligo, and that's why you guys in New York have to now look for people and pull them in. Your daughter, pull them in. Yeah. So what this work mm-hmm. is about, because this can affect and will affect all of us in a positive way. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yes, I love that. There's so. much work ahead, and I'm glad you're mm-hmm. partnering with us. And I wanted to get your conversation and to hear what you're doing. My, my thing to you right now, if there's somebody out there struggling 
with vitiligo. Because mm-hmm. when we all first get it, it's a struggle. So yes, if there's is. somebody mm-hmm. else there struggling right now, what will Tracy tell them if you met them right now? Encourage if them. If I see somebody, if I, exactly, I would definitely encourage them. I would just walk up to them and let them know, like, listen, hey, you know, do you have vitiligo? I have it. You know, I struggle with it, too. If you're struggling here, call this number. Reach out to Vit Friends. They are great people. You know, they advocate. They're working to raise awareness to promoting healthy lifestyles and positive change, self-love, acceptance, and they're yeah. working to find a cure. They're doing great things. They're working with the Senate to get these bills passed for medications and cures and a, and a whole lot more. We got you. You belong here in this community. Just call. Give us a try. Call my friend Val. She got your back. <laughs> she got you covered. Wonderful. <laughs> what a, you did a wonderful advertisement for us. So we encourage people <laughs> to listen. Um, we got a couple of minutes, so I'm going to open up the line. If you want to call in, ask Tracy a question. If you want to call in just to say Happy Thanksgiving or let us know that you have been LIGO. We're right here. 516-666-9973. We have about five, 10 minutes. I'm giving you 10 minutes. If you'd like to call us now, say hello to Tracy. Ask any questions. Um, we have a couple of minutes. We want to talk with you. Um, yeah, and that's I would to do that in the middle of the call, but I just got so caught up into this sweet conversation. Wonderful conversation. Tracy, we hope that we can get your daughter involved. I, I would personally like to have a conversation with her. Um, yes. I know she's and on she's her journey. she's interested also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's interested Wonderful. also. You know, she's just been, yeah, she was working and going to school. She has a little baby, you know, a little toddler, mm-hmm. little boy, and um, hit a lot on her plate, you know, at the time. Mm-hmm. But things are starting to, like, ease up a little bit now for her. She's actually in transition, you know, to to live and work out of the state and um, mm-hmm. looking for a new job. And, um, we, you know, so we pray that everything works out for her in that area yeah. as well. Yes. But, yeah, she would love to be well, a part of the team. Her. Will you be yeah. seeing her for Thanksgiving? Actually, she wants to go see her girlfriend this year for Thanksgiving in Maryland. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. please make yeah. sure to give her our regards. We haven't yet met her, but she – is family. She's part of this family, you know. And Thank um, you so much. Yes, and she should be listening. Um, if they were able to get in, if she's able to get in, she should be listening now. So, well, I hope she'll give me a call. I hope she can give me a call. Five one six 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 nine nine seven three. Please give us a call. Let us hear um, hear from you. I should have given this number earlier in the conversation. But as Tracy has said, um, we're a group. The backstory is it was um, 2009 that I typed on Facebook, if you have vitiligo, would you meet us at the Dorchester Bowling Alley? And I got um, Patricia Rossi and her husband from New York. We had Millicent Meadows and her um brother with vitiligo and her mom with vitiligo coming from Connecticut. We have some folks from, I think another four people came in from New Hampshire and um, the folks that were here in Boston. And that's the day we launched a group called Vit Friends. Simply means 
vitiligo friends. And we have been on this journey all these many years. God has not failed us yet. We've been doing the work that he's assigned us to do. Mm-hmm. That's reaching wonderful. People, yeah. Reaching people, mm-hmm. touching lives, helping people. We've, um, you know, orchestrated the very first inaugural vitiligo gathering on the Capitol steps in Washington, D.C. in 2016. That was us. Started from a little group. Um, doctors had never heard of us, but they came. Whether they were coming yeah. from Russia, London, people were here that met us on the Capitol steps that we have been watching this bit friends for some time, and we're here. And our partnership is, is um, expanding. We're now going further um, into the Caribbean, into Europe, and things are happening. So we're, we're just grateful. We're grateful. Yes. Tracy, did you make it Absolutely. to the conference this year? I wasn't able to make it um, in October. Is that right? Was it in October? No, that's um, in June. Every June, we, we're in some states. So Every they were June. in Atlanta okay. this June. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, something happened in October that I must be referring to. Uh, October was our leadership, all the leaders of these different groups. We had a leadership okay. training session in North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, something yeah. like that I would have definitely wanted to have attended. So I look forward to that in the future. But oh, um, yeah. I am, yes, but I'm looking forward to the uh, conference on December 15th and 16th of this year and uh, being with you all in Boston then and, and for the holiday party. And so yeah. um, I'm looking forward to other opportunities and just meeting everybody and just, you know, yeah. sharing our stories. And like you said, just continue doing the work that needs to be done. Yeah. Well, I tell you, a conference can be mind-blown because you get out of the car or get out of whatever and you walk into the auditorium where you're seeing 200, 250, 300 people that look exactly like you do is something else. Wow. It blows your mind. It blows your mind. Wow. Yeah. And see, and that's, we look, that's what I need. I need to see more people that, yeah. you know, have the like that look like me, you know, because I'm yeah. learning to be more comfortable in my own skin. And um, and so, yeah, so that's a, a great support right there, just being around right people there. that share that same background, you know, and um, for that community and that unity yeah. as well. That's what I need as well. Acceptance is what you're talking about. And I tell you, I've seen people come to conferences with fully made up. One girl came one year from New York. Um, She's a, um, yeah, I thought it was New York. I'm talking to New York. But anyway, this girl came and fully made up, fully made up. Mm -hmm. And by Mm -hmm. the time she left that conference, makeup was gone. She was done. She found her tribe. She found a family. She was not embarrassed being around anybody because we were all naked as far as without, without, without makeup, <laughs> naked, you know, together. So it was uh-huh. wonderful. So Indiana is where we're heading next June. That's been announced. And mm-hmm. so we hope to have you guys come and join us and experience that for yourself. Yeah. Well, Tracy, to that in thank you. Yes, it'll be fun. I thank you for spending this time with me. We're going to do some more of this. But listen, you have yourself a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. Be safe. 
and enjoy yourself. Okay. Thank you so much for having me, and I wish you likewise as well. God bless. God bless you. Stay well. Love you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Valerie. You too. Love All you right. too. Thank you. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, my conversation with Tracy. Beautiful, beautiful young woman, beautiful spirit out of New York. Had the opportunity to meet her in person and just fell in love. We had a wonderful time together um, and hoping to do more of that. We want to get her daughter online. We want to get um, people. We're not after you. We're not pulling you in or any. We're not fishing. We're just hoping that you can see the work, see what we're doing, trust that we can be of some encouragement and inspiration to you to live your life, live your life to the fullest. Enjoy it all. And we're here to support you, to back you up all the way. Listen, again, this is Valerie, and I wish you nothing but the best. As you celebrate tomorrow, enjoy to the fullest. God has been good to you. Tomorrow you be good to yourself. Love and blessings until we see each other again. Bye-bye for now.